You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. episode of the filthy fantasy football show safe space for you foul mouth fantasy players out there as always it's your boys king josh josh king big Rome, fantasy fish what the fuck's going on guys how's it going you know our conversations are always the best because we started off talking about like recycling and how it's like a waste of time like i was telling the story about how my um my mom like a couple years back was like hey can you uh you know, can you can you like load up your fucking truck for me and take all this stuff to the recycling center for me? And it's like fucking like fifty bucks, and I was like, this is a fucking scam. But then fish somehow switched the subject to what? What'd you call it? Soaking? Yeah, soaking, man. So it's the thing out here. I live in Mormon Town, right? So you put your dick in, but you don't move. Yeah. You just and then you're not having sex because you know if you're Mormon, you're not allowed to have sex before you're married. So you just put it in and you just sit there. And then you can take it up a notch and you can have your friend jump on the bed for you to create the motion. And it's like a bypass. It's like the, what do you got? Well, the poop hole loophole. The, po- the, poop, the poop hole is that, loophole. Is that, is, is that church approved? I don't believe so. That's still fucking. I don't give a hell what anybody says. There's I do not think it's church approved. But, but yeah. it's, uh, yeah. But it's uh, something that the Mormons. The, the fucking weird thing is that I know it sounds like I just made that shit up, but it's a real thing. No, like it actually, that's the thing. Like, like people do that at BYU. It's crazy that that's know? the thing. Cause like your dick is inside of somebody, whether you're thrusting or not, your penis is inside somebody. Like there's actual entrance yeah. and penetration. Like that is, that's I, fucking, I got a question. I got a question. Is that a threesome? I, you got to you your good friend jumping around. That's a that's threesome. A, that's a very good friend. Yeah, although, like, it is. Although, honestly, like, if if my alternatives yes. if my alternatives is to have my friend jump the bed or like push my hips in and out for me to fuck, I'd much rather go poop hole loophole. Yeah. See, here's the thing, though. If you if you were the friend jumping, what would you do? Because here's what I would do: I would jump for a minute, and then I would stop. And they would keep going because, you know, they're blaming it on the jumping. Like a lava lamp. And then I'd just fucking sneak away, you know? And then I'd be like, I was jumping. Do you have to stay in the room? There has to be rules. You know what a true friend does? You pull your dick out and you stick it in that girl's mouth. Let's get weird with it. (laughs) How do you not, like, how how do you not turn that into a threesome? Like, I'd be like, hey. I'm getting all horned up here. Like, I'm all bricked up. Like, let's do this thing. Take my shirt off. Like, drop my pants. Would you? I, look, maybe you will, Maybe you don't get bricked up. If you're just jumping on somebody's bed, that might be more fun than sexual is all. Nah, I'm man. Saying. If someone's fucking, how are you not bricked up? <sighs> or, like, like, it just feels you know like what work a, to me, though. Like, you know, you know what a true friend, around? a real friend does? He puts his dick in the friend's butt and humps him, which then thrusts the girl. That's the that's, that's a that's good that's friend the right there. Play. That's a great that's friend. A good good friend. friend. It's like, bro, you're inside this girl and you can't fuck her, but I can fuck you, which then fucks the girl. And then if you say no homo, 
before, after, and during. It's okay. It, it checks yeah. out. This math checks out. Although, you know what's, what's funny with Mormons? Dude, like the, like, the sluttiest chicks in our high school were Mormon chicks. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. They, like, uh, have a really strict set of rules, but, like, none of, even where I live, like, there are, like, the super Mormons, you know? But, like, most of them are just real shitty Mormons. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like at that point, like, you just fuck her because, like, we already know you drink. We already know you do all this other bullshit. Like, why is this got to be the one where someone's going to jump on your bed for you to make a work around? Like, you break all the other rules. Can't, just break this one, too. Don't Mormons have, like, fucking three, two to three wives and shit? Like, isn't that their shit? <laughs> yeah, is some of them. The fundamentals. The fundamentalists. Uh, it's, like, illegal, but it's a thing. In like, but the thing is, is they're they're like, they're like now because the country said it was legal. The church is like, oh yeah, we don't want to associate with those kind of Mormons. But it, oh, there's do. classism in Mormons in Mormonship. Yeah, there is Mormon Mor- yeah. Mormonism. I, I've learned a lot wow. since I moved here. I would imagine <laughs> the the last thing I ever wanted to worry about, but it's okay. I just. Like, you know, I'd rather just not drink or smoke. Just let me have sex instead. Like, if you have to choose, but like, if those are your choices. It's like, hey, you know what? Like, fine. I'll, I'll be good. I won't drink. I won't smoke. I'm just going to fuck. Like, let's just Dude, fuck. You know what's crazy, though? You know what's crazy, though? You still have this option of not being fucking Mormon. That's true. You could very well do that, too. And you could you could do whatever you want. You could fucking slam heroin and fuck someone at the same time. <laughs> I, I was raised Catholic and now I'm not. Like it's just, it's it's crazy how that happens, you know. Yeah, that's how I am. Fish, we went to the same church as kids. <laughs> yeah, my parents worked there. My mom still works yeah. there. God damn! I, I love your mom and dad though. They're great. They're good people. Yeah, they're pretty cool. It's weird that this degenerate fish came out of them. Mm-hmm. Isn't that how it always is though? Like the the parents that are like in the church always have like the messed up kid and stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. It's my excuse. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, there's got to be a black sheep, right? <laughs> my parents didn't do anything wrong. It was me. You just fucking shit up all along the way. You know what's funny? I wonder if we have any Mormon listeners. If we do, I, I apologize if you're offended by this, but your people are weird. Yeah. The whole soaking thing. Sorry. If you're yeah. offended I'm by sorry. This, if you're offended by this, call us up, reach out. We'll fucking get you on the show. You can explain oh, everything yeah. to everybody. Yeah, please. Please do. This is Yeah, we will. We'll give you 30 minutes all to yourself. You can be on an entire show. Just hang out with us. That's fine. Like, fucking A. I'm into it. I'm into this Mormon. Th- Actually, if... Wait. Okay. Hear me out. Is soaking cheating then? So, like, can I go to a girl and be like, hey, listen, I'm in a committed relationship with my husband, but, like, I can be inside you, and as long as I don't gyrate motion... We're not having sex. I could tell you that if you ask my wife, the answer would be yes, it is. But, but we're not Mormon, but it's not. so maybe According we, to Mormons, they follow different isn't. parameters. Yeah, find a nice Mormon girl. Find a nice Mormon girl that'll let you soak inside of her. And <laughs> if uh, <laughs> that sounds awful, you find a nice Mormon girl, she lets you soak inside. It's not cheating because we're not having sex. I'm soaking. 
What if your partner is the one that jumps? Hmm. That's teamwork. I like that. <laughs> I still think a good a good option is you know you you so your the guy your buddy's inside the girl, then you go inside your buddy, and as a team we have sex with this girl. Yeah. Is the other guy Mormon? Because I feel like then he's <laughs> he's doing the he's sinning because he's the one g- that's fucking both of them. Th- that's like similar to like that. Um, like that, like when Jewish people get like non-Jewish people to like do, touch electronics and do things for them because they can't touch it like on the Sabbath or whatever, like in Orthodox Judaism. <sighs> There's some weird <laughs> shit people believe in. No offense to anybody, yeah. but good Lord. The only gods I believe yeah. in are the fantasy gods. And they are yeah, they will strike down upon you if you. Oh, no, they're going to be furious them. after this episode. They're so mad right now <laughs> at us. Such furious anger. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, we probably lost every listener to our show at this point in time. They're like, I can deal with the days. I can deal with poopy dick. But this, the soaking, soaking come shit. on, guys. This is, this, is, this is the worst This is the worst topic we've ever talked about. This is, this the is best, probably and we're going to blow up. We'll see. I'll say this is the episode that either gets us canceled or it's going to gain us some listeners. <laughs> like, they're either going to be super into this, just like Mormon people are into soaking. Or they're going to be super against this, like Mormon people are to actual sex. So. It was worth it either way. It was. This is great. This is a good topic. Well, speaking of soaking, we have our soaks of the week and our poopo loopholes of the week in this today's episode. (laughs) In a special Mormon episode. Um, But before we get started, a little housekeeping, a little bit of news. Um, this one is actually surprising to me. Cardinals have released Eno Benjamin, the backup running back slash fill-in starter while James Conner was hurt. They're releasing like just so I don't know if it's he's did something illegal and he's about to get in trouble by the league. Like what an often injured older running back in James Conner, and you've had a great fill-in running back in Eno Benjamin. I don't quite get it like it doesn't the the math doesn't math there i don't because someone's gonna claim him someone's gonna pick him up he's yeah, not bad I, mean, I, I, I guess only time's gonna tell because you might be onto something there it is he weird, had to just have, to, yeah just to he had to have done weird. something he had to have done something he had it's either he did broke the law or he fucked cliff kingberry's wife one of the two i don't know <laughs> he stoked in her because maybe they maybe they were so thrilled with Key Anthony Ingram's one carry for five yards. They're like, you know, get the fuck out of here. Well, it's like, like James Conner had a great game and he played in like 96% of the snaps. But like in this day and age where you've seen players careers end because of injury or seasons end because why would you cut a guy that's been great for you? So that's why I think like he's going to either he's be not some getting sort of paid league. or anything. Yeah, he's on like a he's on like a league minimum contract. But I think it's it's he had to have done something that's going to like violate like NFL policy. Cause like, why would you just, instead of delegating him to just yeah. be the backup, you full on just cut the guy. So yeah. no, he did something's up. Yeah, something had happened. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Mark Andrews, the only other tight end in football. Uh, he missed week nine, then had the bye week to heal up, but it looks like he might not be ready to play until week 11 against the Panthers. And it's not even for sure. He has a good chance of it. So just, I guess just keep an eye on that. Um, pick up Isaiah Likely 
Oh, shit. I just realized we didn't even fill out waiver. Eh, we'll worry about that when we get there. <laughs> Is there any waiver people? There's, nobody. There There's nobody out there. No. Yeah. All right. Anyways, um, Zach Ertz, knee injuries out for the rest of the season. I'm actually not that interested in Trey McBride. I guess maybe, but that's unfortunate. Zach Ertz was actually playing really well. He was like one of the few decent tight ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in, in football, but he he's done for the year with a knee injury. Uh, Hollywood Brown getting close to returning. So that's good news for the Cardinals because uh, they're good and bad. Cooper Cup, he's expected to miss some time with an ankle injury. It's, I don't know, man. The injury looked pretty bad. So, I, the Rams season's already over. This doesn't help. Maybe yeah. Allen Robinson, maybe Allen Robinson's available in your league. Oh, there you go. There's some, there's some waivers. Allen Robinson or Van Jefferson. Uh, Leonard Fournette, hit pointer. He's not expected to miss any games, but all the more reason why you should have Rashad White. Uh, Deshaun Watson, he's eligible to return to practice this week, so good news for you, Rome. I know you're a big Deshaun Watson fan. Yeah. And that's all I got for news. There was kind of a slowish news day. Is there anything I'm missing? Yep. <clears throat> I'm looking. I didn't see anything. We can move on. Sweet. All right, moving on. Let's get into the soaks of the week, uh, starting with uh, you, Rome. Who is your quarterback soak of the week? My quarterback soak of the week is a guy. He's been on a fucking tear as of late, guys, and that's Tua Tungavailoa. I think this guy's a fucking stud, man. That offense is humming. They just look good running the ball. They look good passing the ball. They look good doing whatever the fuck they want to do. I mean, he was 25 of 32 for 285 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Uh, the kid's looking great, man. And I think moving forward, he is a solid play. Like, I started him over Herbert this week and didn't even and Disney didn't even hesitate. I think it's it's time to jump on the Tua bandwagon. Get on it. Tua's been outstanding. And like Yeah, like, ride that funny, dolphin, like, baby. Like we talked about it before, but like it's amazing when you add an offensive line and you know, fucking playmakers on that offense and all of a sudden you're a good quarterback. It's like, oh. Cuz you know, people were so quick cuz I mean, if he didn't get hurt, who knows how, how different his career would have panned out had he not gotten hurt. Like, man, he was a stud in college. Hey, he was. So. It was. All I'm, right, I'm, Fish, who did does you Does he like? do cameos? Does Tua do cameos? I want to pay him to do a cameo that says Dolphins Nation. Let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> we'll look into that. I like that. We, we got the budget for it. Um, My quarterback soak is, to some – Myself, not a surprise because this man is the QB three overall right now. Justin Fields. Mm. Justin Fields is a QB three. I don't know how, but um, twenty passes, not very much still. Only twelve completions, one hundred sixty-seven yards. But he threw for two touchdowns. But check it out, one hundred forty-seven rushing yards. He's averaging the last two games. He averaged both more than ten yards a carry, and then two touchdowns on the ground. It counted for four touchdowns. It's his second 40-point week in a row. He's playing Atlanta coming up. Justin Fields is the man right now. Yeah, he looked good. I mean, he's definitely like a league winner if this, if he's keeping up this pace because over the last handful of weeks, I think he's like the quarterback one. 
Or at least he has to. He has to be. They're like, I mean, everyone else. Yeah, he has, last two weeks he is. Yeah. Uh, my quarterback, pink of soak of the week. Surprisingly, Aaron Rodgers. He's been horrible all year until yesterday. Uh, he went 14 to 20 for 224 yards with three touchdowns, man. And like, looks like he found um, a target that he liked in Christian Watson, the first round uh, rookie. So, I mean, in a game that it's it was shocking, too, because like Dallas's defense has been so fucking good all year. And then just Green Bay went out and punched him right in the dick. It was surprising. I think I think it surprised a lot of people. Um, yeah. To have especially such a fantasy relevant game. Dak had a good game. CeeDee Lamb had a good game. Aaron Jones had a good game. Schultz, Dalton Schultz had a good like it was crazy. Like everyone was putting up points. Nobody so, uh, nobody t- put him on the list. So I'm gonna say it now. But Christian Watson had what three touchdowns? Yeah, he was Aaron Rodgers three had, touchdowns. He had some drop passes in that game. He could have had an even better game. Yeah. I, I think with um Romeo Dobbs injured and stuff like that, it was just kind of like, well, someone's going to have to, um, you know, catch the ball. And uh, what's his face? Randall Cobb is hurt. Not that you you want Randall Cobb, but, you know, Randall Cobb's been hurt. So it's kind of like, well, someone, someone's got to pick up the pieces. And Last Christian man Watson, standing. Yeah, Christian Watson did it. So, yeah, so Aaron Rodgers, man, congrats on the, you know, getting high on mushrooms in ayahuasca and being a good quarterback finally. Rome, give us that sweet seat running back that you soaked in all weekend. Listen, I wish that I soaked in this guy. He was sitting on my bench, made a huge mistake. But uh, James Conner, man, coming back from his injury, 21 carries for 62 yards. That's not great, necessarily. But he did his patented, I'm going to score multiple touchdowns in a week. That's what he was fucking doing all last year when he was a top running back. Uh, I think he's going to get back to it. That offense, even without... Kyler Murray looked pretty good. Yeah, they did. Yeah, fish. My give us that. My running back. back. It's it's about time this guy's on the list because he should have been here a lot more times. So but Jonathan Taylor, twenty two carries, one hundred forty seven yards, and a touchdown. His touchdown was a I don't know fifty something yard run around there, um, and then two receptions for sixteen yards. But these are the kinds of games you were hoping to get out of him. So hopefully he could string it together for you the rest of the season. Cause it's been disappointing up until last week, just like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, it was weird. Um, I mean, so many people like all over like fantasy Twitter, you know, I was seeing that um, people were trading Jonathan Taylor away and people were just so like, and, and I get it. It was frustrating. He was the one 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 Oh two in most leagues. And he's done fuck all after week one. You know, he's been hurt, but is Jeff Saturday going to be a good head coach? Like, man, who who knows? Like, what's like, that was definitely fun to see. Who knows? Um, the Colts actually, I mean, granted, it was the Raiders, so, like, pump the brakes. But at the same time, it was nice to see mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor go out and actually look like Jonathan Taylor. Like, that was. Agreed. Right. That was sweet. That's why he's here. Uh, my running back, Soak of the Week, Donta Foreman. 31 carries for 130 yards and a touch. Dude, like, how is it that you trade away the best running back in football and now all of a sudden you become, like, one of the best rushing teams in football? Like, over the last, like, four weeks, I think Donta Foreman is, like, the running back, like, three or some shit like that. Is he, though? Because I know he had... He had one bad game. He had had a good week, a bad week, and then a good week. Uh, And then he had a good week again. 
Did he have two good ones in a row? I thought he fucked up. It's only been three weeks. Maybe I'm wrong. So Atlanta, a couple weeks ago. Oh, no. Okay. Against Tampa Bay, 15 for 118. Then the following week, he had the big Atlanta game, 26 for 118 and three touchdowns. Then had the bad week against Cincinnati. And then yesterday, 31 for 130 and a touchdown. So, mm. I mean, I mean, he's definitely producing way better than anyone expected, especially Correct. when you went from having Christian McCaffrey to Foreman. Yeah. Did not see that coming. Mm-hmm. And, and I think if you were fortunate enough to grab uh, Foreman off waivers. Now, actually, let me ask you guys. Would you sell high on Foreman? Or are you riding this wave? Like I'm riding it, riding it to completion. Yeah, I think they've I would committed too. to him. Yeah, like they fully committed. He's he's playing. He's a running back one right now, and those don't grow on trees. Lord knows you can't draft him in the first round. Fuck, been fucking brutal this year. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So so go Foreman. Good on you. I I dig you. I'm rooting for you. All right, Rome. Give us a wide receiver. Listen, I'm going to give you a wide receiver that's blatantly obvious, but I just the game he had was fucking remarkable. Talking about Justin Jefferson in this Delicious. Minnesota Minnesota Buffalo game was just fucking fun to watch. It was a good game, and the only reason it had a chance to get to that point was because of Justin Jefferson. Like the game that he had, the catches, the singular catches that he made, he made one of the best catches I've ever seen. And yes, it's better than Odell's because Odell had nobody else on him. That fucking guy had one hand and stole it away from a fucking defender who had almost caught in his body. I don't know how he did it. Go check it out if you guys haven't fucking seen it because this catch was amazing. But they're utilizing him so heavy. He's got 16 targets. He made 10 receptions for fucking 200 yards. I'm going to round it up and a touchdown. I mean, the guy looked fucking great and, and scored you upwards of 30 points, most likely. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Justin, he's so good. Yeah. Like, he he makes it look so easy. Could you imagine, like, and not that Kirk Cousins is a bad quarterback. Like, he's, he's like, a very okay quarterback. Like, he's fine. But, man, if he was with, like, a stud, like a Patrick Mahomes or a fucking – even Aaron Rodgers, man, if he was on Green Bay, because Aaron Rodgers is still, you know, super like God. If he was just if he was with Geno Smith instead of Kirk Cousins, man, <laughs> it'd be magic. There could be some more magic. Yeah, let's have. All right, Fish. Who was a who was a wide receiver? Yeah, this guy's uh, Christian Kirk. He's quietly been the wide receiver seven on the year, and I guess it's not that quiet. Like he's had a lot of good games. But you, ever if you hear Christian Kirk, you're like, oh, he'll finish the year, you know, like wide receiver, like a like a mid range wide receiver too, being the number one receiver. But no, he's he's holding up there in, in the Jacksonville, Florida. He had, you know, twelve targets, caught nine of them, hundred five yards, two touchdowns. This guy's gonna be a steal of the draft if he keeps it up, and you know his production's not crazy high, but it's pretty consistent as well. You know, it's funny, we, uh, preseason, man, we were shitting all over that trade, or the signing that Jacksonville had with Christian Kirk, paying him all that money. Um, He's the wide receiver seven, like you said, but he's already has his career high in touchdowns. He has seven on the year. It's more than he's had ever. Um, He'll, I think he'll get over a thousand yards this year if he keeps up this pace. You know, we're halfway done with the season, and 
Yeah, he will, barring injury. I mean, that's the only way that, the way he won't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's been looking good. Uh, my wide receiver pink of the week. No, we're going soak. I'm sorry. Soak of the week. Kadarius Tony. Now, granted, there were other guys that had, like, sexier stat lines than Kadarius Tony. But, I mean, right now the Monday night football game is going on, so we'll see how the week ends. But as of right now, he's the wide receiver 13 on the week. But it's just he looks healthy. He looks good. Juju, I think, is banged up. So Tony is going to be a player you definitely want to keep an eye on. Um, He went four for 57 on five targets. He finally had his first NFL career touchdown, which was surprising because, like, I felt like I was like, I, I was like, I could have sworn he scored a touchdown last year, but it's like, no, he just he had like a game last year where he had like a hundred some odd yards and it was like, oh, so he had like a massive game. So he, like you saw the potential that he had, but you know, now you get him with a stud quarterback in Mahomes. Andy Reid's going to figure out how to use him. And like, there was this play. It was like one of the most impressive athletic things that I've ever seen. So Mahomes threw up like a, like a lob ball, like a lob pass. And Tony like slowed up tightened his gloves on his hands jumped up and caught it it was i've never seen that before to see a wide receiver like hang on let me tighten my gloves real quick and before i catch this pass like wow so i mean this this guy's an athletic freak man so i'm good for him to get i'm I'm excited to see him on a good offense because i've i've been waiting for him to have his time and even this year i was like oh tony should be good you know and they never gave him a chance in in new york and to be quite frank, the quarterback there is not going to give anybody that great of a chance. So it's really nice to no. see good players matched up and good quarterbacks. Well, I'm going to play the contrarian because I don't think Tony is. I think Tony's got an attitude issue. That's why his time in, in New York finished quickly. He's got an injury issue, which is also why he can't fucking seem to stay on anywhere. I don't I don't know, man. And that fucking look, if I if it actually is that he did like fix his tightness gloves, which is incredible. I don't know if it's incredible or if he's mentally retarded. Cause why would you do that? <laughs> right in the middle, right in the middle of the, the ball in the air. You're going to try to catch it that way. Ah, I'm not on the Tony train. You guys enjoy the ride. That's that's because he has that much swagger and that big of a hog that he's like, nah, I can fix my fucking gloves and I'm still going to catch it on your bitch ass. So fuck he you. may have an attitude problem, but he he might just be good enough to where it doesn't matter. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. And you can't say that it doesn't not matter sometimes because people like Antonio Brown play football for a long time. Yeah, you gotta that's be a true. generational type talent, or not yeah. even generational. You just gotta be fucking really talented. Yeah, we'll see. All right, I like him. The most disgusting position in football: the tight end. Rome, who was a soak tight end of the week? Uh, I mean, I listen. We all know I don't like tight ends. I Cole Komet did good. Cole Komet was great. Two touchdowns, four catches, seven targets, seventy-four yards. Uh I mean, he's. I wouldn't get used to it. I just can't see him continuing <laughs> that trend. I think that they're going to be running the ball. He's a hell of a blocker, so he'll he'll have some fun just, you know, pancaking defensive ends. But, man, other than that, I, I just – I saw the best guy on the top of the fucking list, and I said, sure, why not? You? I choose you, little little bastard. But, yeah, that's where I'm at. 
Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too. I picked um, Juwan Johnson because I'm a Saints fan and I had to find something fucking good about this goddamn game where they lost to the atrocious Pittsburgh Steelers. And Juwan Johnson was the only person that did it relatively decent. He, you know, five receptions on seven targets, 44 yards and a touchdown. Good for him. What do we always say? 50 yards and a touchdown is all you want for your tight end. And and he went and did it. So good for them. Uh, My tight end soak of the week was Dalton Schultz, six catches on eight targets, 54 yards and a touchdown. I think Dak Prescott loves Dalton Schultz. So as long as Dak's healthy and the quarterback, Schultz will be fine. But dude, tight end is just such a like, on it. Like I'd rather play two kickers. Like or play do, two DSTs. <laughs> like fucking tight end is brutal, man. So um Yeah, it's gross. All right, let's move on. So with everything good also comes the bad, obviously. So there's the uh So we have the soaks of the week. Now we got our poop hole loophole of the week at each position. So without a little bit of uh rain from time to time you wouldn't have you wouldn't like the sunshine. So who was a quarterback, Rome? That poopy dicked all over you. You know, it, here's the thing. It actually wasn't the worst. It was actually a good quarterback week, in my personal opinion. Most of them got you about 20 points. You know, the guys that sucked were the guys that were supposed to suck. Fucking Wolford and McCoy or whatever. Like, those guys weren't supposed to be good. Uh, the guy who's just right in that middle range that can't seem to get over the fucking hump, which is why I went with him, is Russell Wilson. He was 21 of 42, which means it's not like he's not getting a fucking opportunity to throw the ball. And maybe they should cut that back because he just can't get it done anymore. For 286 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. And his patented running is not a thing anymore because he has seven carries for eight yards. I just don't see it. That offense is really hard to watch. They're really bad. Yeah, it's- I agree. It's not fun, especially because we had we had such high hopes for Denver getting Russell Wilson. Because like you know we we've talked about it before, like dude, all they need is a good quarter. They're a good quarterback away from being like a scary team, and here we are. You know they suck. Dude, are the Bullfrogs gonna beat the Eagles tonight? Dude, Brian Robinson, hear me out. Like a bullet right there. <laughs> just right through just right through them. It's almost like if you get shot, they rebuild you stronger. <laughs> He's like the six million dollar man out there. Sure. Although I much I'd much rather that, that touchdown went to my beautiful chocolate man Gibson, but he also has a touchdown tonight, so that's okay. All right, Fish, uh yeah. give us a quarterback this week. All right, I don't want to hurt your feelings here, but Justin Herbert. You he know, completed a decent amount of passes, 21 out of 35. Go ahead. No, no, no. Make your point. It's fine. I'll rebuttal oh. you after. Okay. You know, he threw for 196 yards. One touchdown. I know his targets were missing, but in the airplane, San Francisco, who's got a pretty good defense. Like, you got to find a way, my man. You got to do something. 196 yards is like, pretty bad like teams are doing that with lesser talent than the backups in 
San Diego. Threw a pick, and he ran for 22 yards. I get what you're saying. But in real-life football, I think Justin Herbert's been great over the last couple weeks because he's keeping his team competitive in these games when he's throwing to his third-string wide receiver and their kick returner. And their offensive line is banged up, and their defense is dog shit. So yeah, That's a fair point, but I play but fantasy, for fantasy football, not real-life football. Yes, but for fantasy, it's awful. And uh, and I was telling Rome and you guys, like, before the, the show, I I was, like, shitting bricks during that game, though, because my parlays were so bad this weekend that I had to place a $400 bet just to break even on the money line that San Francisco was going to beat the Chargers. And I was like, why is this game so close? It shouldn't be this close. That's like, how it gets you, man. You're not supposed to do that. Yeah, supposed to hedge your bets ahead of time. I know, but to be fair, (laughs) I ended the weekend plus eight dollars, so I can buy. Can't complain. That's like two coffees at a little drive-through place. I mean, maybe plain coffee. That's it. No cream or sugar. Where I live. See, that's the problem. Is you're still you're still in uh, the swamp that is known as California. That's like the disgusting poop hole. The poop you might be able to afford one coffee for eight dollars. Yeah, uh, my quarterback stink of the week is actually in that game we were just talking about, Jimmy G. In a game where the Chargers' defense is absolute dog shit, I thought that Jimmy G was going to have a great game. He did not. He went nineteen to twenty-eight for two hundred forty yards, zero touchdowns, zero picks, five. The only thing that salvaged his day was he had a rushing touchdown, and it was a low-scoring game, and it wasn't fun for anybody. And Eli Mitchell, Eli Mitchell and Christian McCaffrey are going to split carries moving forward, according to Coach Shenanan. <laughs> Dope. Although you know Mitchell Don't actually did look it. pretty good, though. He Mitchell did look had some, good. He looked good. So that'd probably um, be the best thing football wise for Christian McCaffrey. Like he can't take a full workload. No, and neither can Mitchell. So you let them. Yeah. You know. If you look at their health bar like if it was a video game, you're like, okay, pull this guy out for a few plays, put the other guy in. Okay, now he's <laughs> his health bar is going down too. Put him on the sideline and just just rotate, oh, rotate all night. That's exactly how it all is. All right, running back, poopy running backs. Rome, go. Uh, I went with Cordero Patterson. After his two-touchdown week, everybody thought it was kind of going to – I thought it was going to be pretty good moving forward, and he just – absolutely shit all over the bed five carries which again i'm not sure what was going on workload wise but five carries for 18 yards one catch on one target for two yards and he what did i say he fucked your day up i said it last week he had a good he had two touchdowns trade him (laughs) you did you said it and now you fucking can't because true because that people saw what he did and it was gross. <laughs> it was it was yucky. It was disgusting. It was disgusting. Speaking of disgusting, your running back was disgusting, Fish. Yeah. Do you guys like Ice Cube? Because if you got this guy, you're getting fucked in the ass with no Vaseline. DeAndre Swift, six carries for six fucking yards. That's deplorable. You got a touchdown. That's the only thing that kept you from getting less than two points in fantasy. It, I don't know what to say. I, it, 
I know he was hurt and he's coming back from his injury. He's been coming back for his injury for fucking three weeks now. I don't even know if he's. I'm going to look. When was the last time he had a good game? Week last two. Year. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say last year. His, his, rookie, um, his rookie year. Yeah, I mean, they aren't using him. So maybe it's an injury, but like you got him. If he's playing, like they say, you got to roll him out there. I'm fucking not only that, but he even when he played six carries for six yards, you averaged one yard a carry, man. Like you could fall two yards. I mean, I think at this point he's not even the starter. <laughs> probably Jamal not. fucking Jamal Williams is having himself a fucking year. Like Jamal Williams, I think I think moving forward they fucking might move off of Swift. They might. I feel like I, I could run for more yards a carry. You probably could. Just, yeah, just fall like, forward. Yeah. <laughs> my uh and then Vicious will hurt you because he's your other running back. My other my running back stink of the week. Alvin Kamara. Fuck that guy too. Dude, how disappointing. Dude, New Orleans fucked one of my parlays big time. I and it's sad. I had like a five leg parlay and New Orleans fucked one of them. And I was like, God damn it. What you get I was gonna text you, Fish. I was gonna be like, you owe me money. You owe me money on this parlay. <laughs> no, like, your bad decision owes you money. Um, but Alvin Kamara, eight carries for 26 yards, which, you know, what's funny is Kamara, like if he has a bad day rushing, that generally means he actually has like a good day in the pass catching aspect. It's like, Oh, he, you know, caught, you know, nine balls for a hundred yards. No, no, he did not. He caught three, three balls on four targets for 19 yards and was just absolute shit. New Orleans was shit. It was a bad game for everybody. Andy Dalton should be ashamed of himself. Oh no, Gibson's getting my beautiful chocolate man. What happened? Uh, he's hurt. He's getting walked oh, off good. right now. I but will yeah, say I mean, though, I, I the Saints are only two games out of first place. Ah, that that should be elite. Like they should just go like straight up like basketball style. That it's just there's an there's a West and an East, and they just take the top teams from each one. Like yeah, shit. the recently I think I think a few years ago the Cowboys made it to the playoffs and they were like eight and eight, and there was teams well, that missed out that were like ten and four and it's like no we should stop and be like you don't qualify. I don't think they're I think they were like seven and nine. I think they were like below five hundred, and they and they made the playoffs. I say if you're five hundred or below and another team's better than you, then you you lost your division championship. No one won your division that year. You all fucking lost. Yeah, you all suck. Fuck you. Go home. Fuck you. Go home. <laughs> all right, wide receivers. Romeo, who was gross. Well, I w- he's been here before. He's been here before. He's also been on the other side a couple of times. I went with Amari Cooper. I think that uh, he let a lot of people down. He's he's a guy that people either made trades for, like what happened in our league, or they picked up. He's just been solid, man. But this week, three fucking tar- three catches on three targets. For 31 yards. Th- that is going to land you in the fucking stinks every goddamn week because people are counting on this guy. He's an, he's supposed to be a number one. Got a breaking news here. Not football related. It's just kind of funny. But Yasiel Puig, former, former Dodger, has pled guilty to federal charges for illegal sports gambling. Hell yeah. Good. 
What's illegal sports gambling? I don't know. Like he was betting in games where he played? I don't think they're allowed to bet, period, when they're, if you're like an active player. Well, Calvin really doesn't think so, and he's not in federal trouble. Or is he? I don't know. Maybe he is. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't paid attention. Uh, Fish, wh- who's a wide receiver? That was, uh, that was gross. Yeah. All right. I'm going to preface this by saying I don't give a fuck that he got hurt. He played 70% of the game. Cooper Cup had three receptions on five targets for negative one yards. Negative one. If you didn't, if you don't play in PPR, you lost points playing Cooper Cup, who's supposed to be the best receiver. I know he got hurt, but if I told you Cooper Cup played 70% of the games, how many fantasy points would you say he got? 14? 7,000. I was going to say, say 14, 15. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. One. <laughs> The turd. I mean, it's a bummer that he's hurt. He's going to be out a while, but you'd hope to get more out of him for the time you play. He played long enough to be relevant, and he just wasn't. Just sucks that that's the taste in your mouth that you get from him. Like He's like, all right, I'm going to leave this big old turd on your roster, and I'll see you in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, right. And you're like, you son of a bitch. Uh, my wide receiver stink of the week, Debo. Granted, Jimmy G was Jimmy G was dog shit, but Debo's been kind of like not sexy since McCaffrey came along. Like, and just last week, you know, he had six targets, which is nice, but only two catches for twenty four yards, only four carries for twenty seven yards. He's just like the the offense is like now just focused around like Ayuk and Christian McCaffrey. Like Ayuk's been great. <laughs> But that's it. Like, the offense is completely ch- – like, the whole dynamic has changed. And I knew that um, – I knew that that Debo would lose, like, some carries to McCaffrey. But, like, he's, like, straight up just getting phased out of the offense. And it's weird to see. Yeah, like yeah it. it is weird. I don't like it. All right. The grossest position in all of football, which even the pinks are kind of stinks at the same time. But <laughs> here we are. We We still give the people what they want. Tight end stinks of the week. Rome, let's get it over with. Yeah, here we go. I'm just going to I'm gonna keep it with tradition right now this week, and I'm going to go with another 49er with uh, George Kittle. One catch on two targets for 21 yards. Uh, I, you want to talk about being phased out of the offense. He's not even relevant at this point. Like, he doesn't do – he's a block. He's an extra offensive lineman. Now – all that being said, I will take this every week as long as they can keep winning games. You can be in the fucking stinks all day, Niners. As long as we're winning games, then we're cool. That's fair. George Kittle has been well, a bummer. San Francisco is just a stink. All right. Stinky you know, stink. my stink, my stink, we'll let you cover yours, Josh, still. But my stink sums it up is that the rest of them, because who fucking cares? The t- Like, you... The only person that <laughs> I could think even had a good game other than the guys we listed, like Foster Moreau had a touchdown. Cool. I went through the tight ends to find a stink, and there was – I was so disappointed with everybody that I was like, I don't – are you Kelsey? No? Okay, then you probably weren't that impressive. Yeah. That's pretty much it. I couldn't even pick one. That's how well, gross it is. Well, it's kind of like how we talked about it like last week, you know, uh, Gerald Everett had like six points and he was the tight end like 12 on the week. You know, so it's like, it's fucking, it, it's embarrassing. Like, um, you know, Kylan Granson 
was the tight end 10. Noah Gray, the backup to Kelsey, was the tight end 13. You know, so it's like, so even then, like, my tight end stink is Pat Fryermuth. Um, seven targets, four catches, 36 yards. So. At this point, mm, I'll fucking take it's it. It's like, <laughs> you know? I don't, yeah. I Like, but Fish said it the best. Like, it's fucking tight end. Like, who cares? Like, it. They all suck. Like, if you don't have Travis Kelsey, you're going to be disappointed every week. Like, you just pray for a touchdown. Yeah. Like, I, I have Dallas Goddard in our um, in our main league, our home league. And I'm just kind of like, well, I am I got a touchdown tonight. So, if his, if his night's over, he has one catch for six yards and a touchdown. I'm like, well, that's fine. He got a touchdown. So, yeah. and there's a chance that that's how his night's going to end. So yeah, that'll do pig. That'll do. But uh, yeah, so let's move on this week's bye weeks for week 11. You're going to be missing out on the Miami Dolphins, Seattle Seahawks, Tampa Bay, Brady's and the Jacksonville Jaguars. So there are a lot of fantasy relevant players out there. They just gave Florida a break this week. Is that it? Is that how they do it? They just choose (laughs) my states now. (laughs) Actually, that's true. (laughs) They're like, nah. Except for um, one all the way across the other side of the country. But, yeah, you know, it's all good. So, you know, there's there's two stud fantasy quarterbacks in that fourth group team with Geno Smith and Tua Tagovailoa. Shut your mouth. <laughs> but if you need a tie, if you need a quarterback <laughs> by, by week fill-in, uh, Daniel Jones, he's taken on Detroit. He's 46% available. And he had a shit game. He'll probably have a shit game again. But, you know, you could do worse. Jimmy Garoppolo is taken on Arizona. So those are those are a couple uh, quarterbacks. I think you could uh, take a gander at. Then uh, Rome, you want to go ahead and talk about the running backs got there on the sheet? Sure. Yeah, I'll go ahead and talk about the running backs. Uh, you listen. The top one I think is Rashad White. He is everybody kind of picked him up already. He's definitely going to be the starter moving forward. I would imagine. I know they were talking about it with Fournette, not, and then he got hurt with the hip pointer, which is sucked, man. It's no joke. Uh, but he's available in fifty five percent of leagues. Go out and get fucking Rashad White. The guy, the guy's solid, man. He can get it done. Um, well, especially if if Fournette's going to miss any type of time. Yeah. And there's a chance that White might be available. Or, I mean, he's probably not available in your league. He's he's widely owned. But if he is going to miss time, and they're coming into a bye week. So it's possible that someone might have dropped, you know, white because they're just like, oh, they're not using them. They're going into a buy, so they dropped them. So yeah, look for that. Absolutely. Uh, the next one is Pacheco in Kansas City. I listen. They, I don't. I wouldn't do it. We put him on here because he's seventy six percent available. But I, I don't like the way he runs first and foremost. He's just, he's actually, let me rephrase that. I like the way he runs. I don't like how he finishes runs. He's constantly getting smacked and going backwards. It just doesn't look good. He looks fast and he doesn't go anywhere. I've never seen a player do this before in my life where they look like they're hitting the fucking hole, but he's gone one yard. He's doing so much movement side to side. It just doesn't work for me. Um, that being said, you're you're in a heavy fucking contested backfield on a team that doesn't even like running the ball. So, I'm out. Well, 
the only the only reason why I put Pacheco on there was because um, Ceh is basically phased out of that offense. So True. if you need a starting running back, he's a starting running back. So sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're good. You're good. I mean, I understand. You don't need to defend it. He's he if he's available, he's a starting running back. You should probably go out and pick him up just on the if fucking chance. But I think the big one is is Eli Mitchell because last night he did show that he is still going to be very involved in the offense. Um, unfortunately, that's what everybody fucking thought. I'm pretty sure as he's only available in 42 percent of leagues. I think people held on to him or they put him on the IR like I did earlier this year. And now, hey, hopefully we've got ourselves a back that can still produce. Um, other than that, listen, you can't really go wrong with going out and getting any one of those three guys. I just think White would be the top one, Mitchell the second, and then uh, Pacheco third. Waivers are just super thin. Oh, right absolutely. Now. So, Fish, you want to talk about the uh, the wide receivers there? Yeah, I'll touch on these guys. Um, Christian Watson, as we've seen in Green Bay, there's just there's just nobody left. He's he's shown Aaron Rodgers he can do it, and you really got to be able to do that to gain that guy's trust because he's he's got trust issues. So, I think going forward, even when these other guys start coming back, if if Watson has a few less drops, he's ninety one percent available. He just scored three touchdowns. He's probably going to be a top priority ad for most people, but. I think he's certainly going to be worth it. Um, we talked about this guy earlier, but Kadarius Tony, you know, Juju got banged up. I think Juju might miss time. We don't know really yet, but if Juju misses time, Tony becomes even more intriguing because it's a high-powered offense. They've shown they could be a high-powered offense without, you know, Hill being there, and and Tony could just end up fitting right into a role with his use in his usage could go up. And he's only four, 49% owned, so he's out there. And then next is Paris Campbell. The team is a little bit inconsistent. So that's like my only concern there. But he's had he has these boom games, you know, like he's got three out of the past five weeks scoring over more more than 15 fantasy points. So he's starting to get a little more consistency. Got a couple tough matchups coming up. But I still think if, you know, this is when you start getting your depth pieces for the playoffs. And he is 82% available. It's just funny because Paris Campbell, he's a talented guy. He just could never stay healthy. And now he's been healthy and he's been okay. <laughs> so, and he's super available. So, you know, like, like if you go coming into the bye week, you know, no Waddle, no Hill, no DK Metcalf, no Lockett, no Evans, no Godwin no Christian Kirk. So fuck it. Paris Campbell's out there. Just throw him on your, you know, fucking stream him this week. Who cares? Yeah. And we're, and we're getting to a point in the season where like, maybe if you were stashing two quarterbacks to get through a bye week, you're going to be through that. You could cut one of them. You don't need to keep rostering both, you, you know, if other positions as well as as your bye weeks pass, you can really make transactions t- to provide depth and upside for players that you would never be playing again the rest mm-hmm. of the year although my advice for some players you guys may or may not agree with this but as we're getting closer to the end of the year i kind of like look ahead to, at dst matchups coming up and i try to just hold on to two if i can because i don't really want to spend fab like i don't want to blow my fab budget on 
a, a defense. Like I want to save it for. I don't. Let's say let's say Leonard Fournette does get hurt and Rashad White's out there. You know, I'm about to drop a hundred percent of what I have left on my Fab on Rashad White. You know, so it's kind of like, like for instance, in our home league, they're on a bye week currently. They'll be available next week. I had the Saints going up against um, whoever the fuck they just played. Giants. Who they play? Pittsburgh. 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 Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I thought that was a good matchup. I saw that the Jets the following week are available. They're taking on the Patriots. So I picked up the Jets. And they've actually been a pretty good defense, too. So it's kind of like – I kind of like to just plan ahead because at this point in time in the season, you already know who your quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers are. So it's kind of like just take a look to see what's available around there and just plan ahead because, uh, I like I said, I, I, I want to hang on to my fab a little bit just in case they're – you know, you don't, you don't want to get caught with your pants down and, you know – all of a sudden, you can't pick up anybody. So, and then uh, tight ends are gross, but I just put Cole Komet down. He's available in forty percent of leagues, and tight ends disgusting. Like Fish says, do whatever the fuck you want. But I will say this: he's had five touchdowns over the last three weeks. He has scored three three weeks in a row, and that's really all you want from your tight end, anyways. And I think with Justin Fields' emergence as a rushing threat, and body that is capable of you know now it buys time and now commits open and he's actually he's actually a very talented athletic guy it's just you know the giant the uh the fucking bears have been bad up until the last couple weeks so go get cole commit even though that's (laughs) just get whoever the fuck you want yeah do whatever the fuck you want like fish says cool man I don't have anything else to talk about. Do you guys have anything you want to talk about? No, nope. sir. All right, go soak some ladies out there, boys. <laughs> yeah, get so. your friend to jump. We're putting in hopefully your butt. you guys. Hopefully, you guys won this week. If you played against me in some of the leagues I'm in, I hope you fucking lost. Even though I actually lost in a good portion of my leagues this week, so that's uh, pain. Me too. Lots of pain. Rome, <laughs> nice my fish. condolences. Yeah. <laughs> Not that it matters at all. I'm in last place still. <laughs> but anyway, for me, I'm in third. Hey, man, you just got to get to the playoffs. Playoffs. I'm We're selling my uh, my home league team for next year. I'm getting picks for next year because fuck it, my I'm probably gonna no. win tonight. No, don't do that. Why? No, because nobody wants to buy your garbage. I, I have Nick. You're in the same position as me. I have and Nick. Chubb. I have Nick. I have Nicholas Horatio Chubb. So, it's you know, a solid name right there. And if I can, and if I can rock a fir- if I can get a first round pick next year for him and have two first round picks next year, I'm gonna goddamn do it. Yeah, I can't blame you there. Because fuck it, why not? Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. We love you. Appreciate the love and the support. Tell your friends. We want more friends in this community. Mm-hmm. Don't hold our soaking jokes to yourselves. You know, get your unless like you're one of those fucking weirdos and you take our jokes and you go to your water cooler at work and you tell your friends like. Hey, do you know they soak bitches in Utah? And that's fucking gross. And you're oh. you're gonna steal the credit because you heard it here, but you wanna be a fucking loser and steal our jokes. I'm on to you. Mm. Listener, whatever your mm. name is. We're gonna call you Greg. Greg out there. <laughs> fucking Greg. Yeah. <laughs> on to you, Greg. Um but anyways, tell your friends. And uh 
Yeah, keep us going. Because you know what? We, we, we want to do this every day. We want to do this full time, but we need you guys to pay us money. So <laughs> the only way to pay us money is we need more listeners. So with that being said, get us on social medias. Get us on uh, show Twitter is at Filthy F-Ball Show. Get Big Rome at Big Rome FFF. Get Fish at F Football Fish on Twitter. Get us on Instagram at Filthy Fantasy Football Show and send in your emails to Filthy Fantasy Football Show at gmail.com. And again, thank you. I love you. Touch your dicks and soak. King Josh, Josh King. Big Rome. Fantasy Fish. Have a good one, y'all.